brought to you in part by Fivita, premium organic hemp oil for everyday health. Visit us on the web at Fivita.com. Welcome to Take Back Your Health. Your hosts are Dr. Sunil Pai and Maureen Sutton, who will explain the shocking truths about health care, prescription drugs, food and supplement industries. They will help guide you to take back your power and feel great again. Now, here's Dr. Sunil Pai and Maureen Sutton. Welcome, everybody. Today is going to be a very, very important show, a show that will prevent you from getting sick. We're going to talk about food deception and the chemicals, preservatives, and the un, unhid, the hidden truths that are unspoken in the industry about what you're going to eat in your next meal, probably. So, Maureen, why don't you give a little bit of intro? Okay. So, here's the intro. Did you know that one out of four Americans contract a foodborne illness in the U.S. every year? 75 million Americans a year get sick from foods bought from the grocery store and restaurants. Many of the common foods you eat cause GI distress, destroy your microbiome, cause leaky gut, trigger inflammatory diseases, fuel cancer growth, and some can even kill you. We'll cover harmful secrets of food, including beef, chicken, pork, fish, dairy, and even health foods like honey and garlic. Don't be fooled by the industry marketing, making you think your food is clean, fresh, and natural. You're going to find out about how the chemical preservatives, fillers, and harmful ingredients are in your foods, and you may not even know it. We'll talk about the unspoken truths about the food and restaurant industry that will make you think about what's in your next meal, and hopefully you will make different choices. Yes, after today, hopefully everybody makes better choices. What I want to first start off is something very near and dear to us recently. Uh, we had a good f- uh, friend of ours, close friend of Marines. Uh, and a yoga student. And a yoga student, and uh, she passed away recently uh, with something called a prion disease. It's uh, more and more scientifically, it's called bovine spongiform encephalopathy or uh, Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease, CJD, or more commonly that most people would know, uh, the lame person on the street would know as mad cow disease. Now, we used to think of this thing being rare. Uh, you know, they used to say it's one in a million. So only about 300 million Americans ha- have this a year. Uh, but we, what we used to think of it, prion is a, is a folding of the proteins that occur uh, when we consume uh, animal uh, products, particularly we used to think was only in the brains of the animals and the spinal cord. And so before in England, remember in the 90s, there was a big mad cow outbreak because they were feeding the, the cows to other cows, right? The, all of the parts. And then the people consuming it ended up getting this disease in their brain called prions. And the proteins start folding over. And why it's called bovine spongiform encephalopathy because it creates actually holes perforating into the brain. People end up dying very quickly of neurological problems. And unfortunately, our friend, within three and a half weeks, presenting with neurological symptoms, has passed away. And so I wanted to bring up this show because it's near and dear, because like, how does this happen in America? You know, this is, this is the land of the free, home of the brave. We should be having regulation of food. Why is this happening? And so I did a little bit of research understanding, like, gosh, I thought we took out the parts of uh, central nervous system and brains and foods. Like, that's not supposed to be there. But now what the recent research has been showing is that this prion disease can be found in all parts of the animal that we consume. It can be found in the ribs, the shoulders, the tenderloins, the round cups of meat. And even more importantly... 
even the muscles of the meat. Yes, right? that's what I'm talking about, muscles. So if someone's getting a piece of steak, they the can get this. Now, the other thing is it's also found in the entrails. Now, that's the GI system. And in interesting thing is the food industry and the cosmetic industry has lobbied that they wanted to keep the in small intestine uh, in your food. Because they want to put in, you know, like hot dogs and hamburgers, and more importantly, even the cosmetic industry lobbied because they use this part—not only the brains, the eyes, and the central nervous system, and the small intestines and colon, which sounds very disgusting. They use this in part of cosmetics that you put it in your face and on your lipstick every day. They actually lobbied like, "We want this in, not removed." But the interesting thing is now this prions. Pretty shocking. That's very shocking, really right? Shocking. I had I mean, no idea. I'm uh, glad I don't use makeup. <laughs> I mean, there's intestines in your makeup right now. So uh, the, the thing is, uh. this prions, uh, interesting thing, as you know, we thought, again, it was just in the central nervous system that so we're cleaning that up in the industry. Now we find out that it can be in any part of the animal protein uh, of the animal. And even scarier, that now they've even done studies where it can even transmit into the fish. So those people, hey, well, I don't eat beef. Well, what about I just eating fish? Is because the prions are, can actually transmit into the fish because the fish are fed, you know, um, animal proteins. The fish are feeding the cow parts, right? So when we talk later on in the show about factory farm fish, which is a big problem, and, and especially coming from China and other countries in Thailand and probably in some offshore countries as well uh, around the United States, we have to be careful of what are we feeding because now you're no longer you are what you eat. You are what you eat is consuming and eating itself. And, and then you have chickens who are eating fish meal as well in their diet. So is it right. transmitting to the it, chicken? It, it's, a, it's, it's a disaster because now, you know, it's interesting. When I was in medical school about 25 years ago, 30 years ago, uh, I had a pathologist. You know, pathology is the, is, the, is the physician that looks at the slides. They're ones who diagnose the diseases like prion diseases or Alzheimer's disease and stuff like that. And he was from England. And he actually came up with an idea at that time when it came out. He said, this is going to be the future of when we see neurological diseases like dementia, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's disease, is that he said that um, it was going to be confused with these other neurological diseases because we don't diagnose this, these other diseases except by um, prion diseases are only kind of diagnosed really at autopsy after the patient dies. And so when we think of how many people have neurological symptoms, like um, acute onset of like dementias and Parkinson's, and, and now it's growing and growing, although we know it's pro-inflammatory triggers, um, at that time now, recently uh, in the research, it's shown about uh, 200 uh, uh, England people from England have died, but about 15,000 of them have it dormant now in their system. So we're now finding out if I, extrap if I extrapolate that data to the United States, it would be about 68,000 to maybe 70,000 Americans that have this condition that's being misinterpreted possibly uh, as another a neurological disease. And it's actually a disease that's coming from their food, unfortunately. Wow. That's pretty scary. And then uh, what about in the U.S.? So that's what we're talking about in the U.S. So, so right now we're only extrapolating what's in the data because you know England is the, the first country that started to notice this. But we're looking at you know what can we do? Is the idea is that we really, for more reasons than not, you should be moving towards a whole food plant based diet. This should be very concerning because now we're looking at you know dementias, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's diseases exponentially growing in all the populations in America, right? And we used to think it's a disease of aging. Now we're seeing younger and younger and younger generations getting these neurological conditions. Some of this is going to be related directly to infections in food, foodborne illnesses that are just come into our body dormant. So you can get it from beef now, you can get it from fish now, you can get it from all parts of the animal. Uh, the other thing is in bloodborne uh, products. So now the studies are looking at uh, when, pay, when Americans go to England and they come back, if they, they can't donate uh, blood at the Red Cross because the prion disease can be transmitted. Also on surgical equipment, 
Oh, so you could get it in your transfusion. You can get it in your transfusion. You can also get it in surgical equipment. It's something that's very... They don't know that these people have uh, prion disease. Absolutely. And there's not really a, a simple common test that you know can easily be screened, just like how we didn't know about hepatitis until 30 years later that, oh my God, it was a lot of people in the 80s who just had a blood transfusion now have hepatitis C without having those risky it factors. For a long period of time before it shows up. It can be dormant for many, many years, uh, up to a decade or more, and then it can activate what it does, then the proteins start folding on itself, and then every protein starts to have this conformation change, and then basically you can have these problems in the brain. It's very sad because there's no treatment. There is no aspect. So just looking at that from a prion disease perspective, we want to now move to another topic of discussion is eggs, right? Now, eggs are, you know, have the highest amount of cholesterol, as we know, 423 milligrams of cholesterol uh, versus, say, in two eggs versus a uh, ounce of salmon, sorry, four ounces of salmon having, or a four ounce piece of steak having about 64. So seven times more cholesterol. But that's not what we're worried about so much. It's just the cholesterol. We're now worried about, you know, the USDA has regulated the egg board in terms of its advertising. And eggs now, because of truth in advertising, and you can't be misleading according to the government, thankfully, is that you cannot say that eggs are either healthy or nutritious or safe, okay? I Right. So eggs, you know, although they're high in calories, they're high in saturated fat, is that you can't say that it's an important part of a well-balanced, healthy diet. Uh, you can't say that it's safe because over 100,000 Americans get salmonella poisoning every year. Okay. The egg board shows its own research that the egg should be boiled and cooked hard, not sunny side up like most people eat because you can get sick. You can even get bird flu. Okay. Everybody so that wants to dip their toast in that little... Uh I know, the yolk. yolk. <laughs> you know, and, and, and the eggs, what we now know is the eggs are not safe because they are not eating healthy, they're not nutritious, they, uh, they're, not, they're not safe, but men who eat eggs more than one egg every day have two times the risk of prostate cancer. Chicken gives them four times the higher risk of that due to the heterocyclic amines. Choline in the eggs also increase the risk of getting prostate cancer and spreading the prostate cancer and having it more lethal where, the, where it actually ends up killing the patients about 70% more. So just in eating an egg every three days increased the men's risk of lethal prostate cancer by 81%. Choline also is uptake more in cancer cells than in regular cells. So it creates a toxic metabolite called TMAO, and now TMAO has been shown to trigger inflammatory diseases. So not only heart disease and diet, you know, and, and stroke is not due to the cholesterol, it's due to this toxic metabolite that is carried within that. So when we come back after the break, we're going to continue on with this discussion because we want to cover eggs, we want to cover beef, we want to cover chicken, we want to cover pork, we want to cover dairy, honey, and garlic. All these things we'll talk about. So again, stay tuned. Uh, pay attention to our sponsors. They allow us to talk openly and provide you uh, information that is life-changing. We'll be right back after this short break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you suffer from arthritis, colitis, bronchitis, dermatitis, or any of the other 200-itis inflammatory conditions, then Bosmeric SR is your natural, safe, and effective solution. Supporting a healthy inflammatory response with patented, clinically tested synergistic ingredients used successfully by integrative and holistic doctors internationally. It's now available directly to you. Bosmeric SR works within 20 minutes and lasts over 8 hours. Fast-acting, long-lasting, safe, and natural relief. 
Use promo code PI, that's P-A-I, to get a discount at bosmeric.com. That's B-O-S-M-E-R-I-C.com. Fivita's all-natural organic hemp oil extracts represent our commitment to creating products that embody the best that nature has to offer. Find your balance with a return to traditional whole plant medicine with our line of premium organic hemp oil for daily active health so you can get back to feeling your best. Visit Fivita.com to learn more. That's P-H-I-V-I-D-A.com. Do you want to know the secret to taking back your health? It starts with a healthy immune system. The immune system is your first line of defense against germs, bugs, and bacteria. Luckily, there is now a safe and easy way to boost your immune system. It's called Glucan 300. Glucan 300 is a highly purified supplement that's been clinically proven to double your immune response. Dozens of published studies prove that Glucan 300 is the best immune system supplement in the world. Go to purebetaglucan.com today to learn more. Uncover the unspoken truths about the healthcare, pharmaceutical, food, and dietary supplement industries. Discover evidence-based solutions through integrative medicine in an inflammation nation by Dr. Sunil Pai. Get your signed copy today at aninflammationnation.com. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned in to Take Back Your Health. To reach our program today, call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or by email to radio at sanjevni.net. That's radio at sanjevani.net. Now, let's return to Take Back Your Health. Okay, everybody, we're back. We're talking about a serious issue, which is foodborne illness. One out of every four people will get sick every year. We were just talking about prion disease, and now we're going to be talking about um, we're going to be talking about eggs. Um, again, we wanted to make sure that when, when when people are looking at eggs, they always market this cage free. Um, what does that mean? Pasture raised. You really want to be avoiding eggs altogether as much as possible. Try not to eat eggs. Number one, but if you do eat eggs, uh, make sure that it is pasture raised, not cage free. Cage free just means that we can still put it in the barn with a hundred thousand birds. Conventional eggs are actually put in about five, to, yeah, five to ten in, in a little crate that's the size of like a, a filing cabinet, and you know they break their. You just don't want to know about that, it, but you should know about it because everybody thinks that eggs are, are are the perfect protein, but they're not. Again, TMAO, cholesterol, pro-inflammatory, no phytonutrients, no fiber. Okay, so now we're going to just jump to another topic called chicken. So chicken is now, you know, everybody's eating chicken because chicken's like supposed to be the, 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 the healthier meat. There's 9 billion uh, chickens pr- produced a year or processed a year, 23 million a day at 260 per second in, in the processing. And what is the problem? Because the industry has now pushed regulation to allow even more processing. What that means is more slippage of foodborne illness, which is dangerous for not only the animal's welfare, but also for the people that work in those industries. Now, the most common cause of foodborne illness comes from chicken, not beef, chicken, right? Most restaurants, you know, they say, oh, we've removed antibiotics from, from chicken, right? But it's, you know, it's organic chicken, Dr. Pai, I'm eating organic chicken. But guess what? They still put in veterinary antibiotics. And that's how they skirt around these these rules and regulations, because as long as I'm not writing amoxicillin, but a vet writes the similar drug, just in a different name, 
under a different license is still not regulated. So you can still go to a store, get organic, antibiotic-free chicken, and they're still feeding it vet antibiotics. And it's animals that ingest the highest amount of antibiotics in the U.S. Absolutely. And so that causes more resistance in patients and people who actually have um, the antibiotics. So now we see, you know, multi-strain resistant bacteria growing uh, in patients who are getting sick, even from patients who've never really had antibiotics, but they've had multiple, multiple ingestions over time of these foods. Now there's 11 phosphate salts that are allowed to be injected into chicken. Now this is banned in Europe, but here we allow it. So what are phosphates? Phosphates are food additives that enhance color, moisture absorbance, flavor to reduce the shrinkage of the poultry uh, and the packaging of it. Um, however, it has it's been shown to cause arterial stiffening within two hours of consumption. Oh. Okay, so increasing the heart disease within two hours. And Campylobacter, which is the bacteria that's, that's the number one cause of foodborne illness in America, number one cause, Campylobacter coming from chicken, is highest found in the chicken and its parts and its juice that comes out from the prostate uh, processing. Phosphates, which now are in all the chicken, 11 different types of phosphate salts are added, even organic chicken, it has actually been shown to increase the growth of Campylobacter by at least a minimum of 30 times. So it increases this risk of foodborne illness because we're trying to make it look better and it's trying to say it's organic and all these other things. We're trying to make it look plump and colorful. And guess what? It actually grows the bacteria that is deadly that we don't want to have. And you bring your chicken home, you put it on the counter, even if it's in the styrofoam covered in the plastic, you put it on the counter and every single place it touches, that bacteria infects. Yeah. And in fact, I think there's studies show that they take uh, swabs out of the average home all over the kitchen and, and even at the workplace now. And we actually can actually test that, this, that these bacteria is there because no one can be perfect. Not even the best restaurant's perfect because a little bit of spillage, a little bit of droppage, and we wipe it down and all. It's transferred everywhere. You're so just smearing it everywhere. Right. Chickens, can, chickens have been now genetically altered to have 10 times more fat than they did over 100 years ago. So why is that? Because remember, increasing animal fat is pro-inflammatory, causes all the risk of cardiovascular disease. Chicken is the second highest source of mercury. So aside of fish, which we'll talk later on in the show, Remember, why does this, this chicken have so much mercury? It's because chicken are fed fish parts <laughs> for the feed, right? So it's getting complicated. So lead is concentrated in bones of chicken. Remember, all, go back and listen to all my bone broth uh, uh, studies showing you know, heavy metals concentrated in bones of animals. But where does the, the mercury go is into the fat? So now that we have 10 times more fat in the chicken, fatty chicken now, that's why everybody likes the taste of chicken, it has more mercury. So it's the second most common cause of mercury uh, aside of having the fish. It also has pesticides, herbicides, prescription drugs, antibiotics. So remember, it's a, it's a biomagnification is that these animals now are eating other animal proteins, which is outside of their normal diet. It's concentrating those chemicals, those hormones, those toxins. You want to be away from that. And back to the fat for a moment, a lot of people think that the white meats have less fat. No, they actually have more because yeah, they're it, grown to have more. Right. So even, even lean, lean chicken is still 28% calories by fat, fat calories. So, you know, and even fish is, you know, salmon and wild caught, it's 40%. So, you know, even the leanest, the, the white skin, the, or sorry, the white meat, the, the, you know, the lean uh, without the skin, it's still, it's still 20 to 30%. 
So it's, it's still very, very high. And when we look at things like even in the animal protein, we're finding out that there's a concentration of even copper that we're finding out uh, that's higher in the animal protein. And copper now has been shown also to increase kind of the, the risk of Alzheimer's disease. So again, not only from the inflammation, not only from the cholesterol, not only from all the chemicals, now we're looking at other things that are concentrating that we have in our environment in the animal protein. And also higher arsenic levels. And the arsenic levels that are found in chicken is due to the antibiotic that they give. Remember the, the vet antibiotic that they give? The vet antibiotic is given to actually grow the chicken to be larger. And it's in their feed as well. Is that right? Right. Yeah. right. So, so, so when we, when we get uh, like uh, our nutrient valve testing, we look at heavy metals, a lot of patients come back with arsenic. They come back with mercury. They're like, they're like, Dr. Pye, I don't eat any fish. We're in New Mexico. So not many people may eat as much fish as, you know, on the, in the coast, fish. but they eat tons and tons of chicken. So that's where it's coming from. Okay. And there's even retroviruses, right? Yeah, I was, I was just uh, listening to uh, Dr. Grieger this morning, actually speaking about the retrovirus in chicken and egg. Also, it's a herpes type virus that causes cancer and also arterial sclerosis, which is very interesting. So, and I just wanted to say when I try to feed my dog chicken, she comes over to the bowl, she smells it. And she walks away. She turns her nose up. She won't even eat it. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we, we've even changed uh, the bowls. We've even changed manifest, you know, different store brands, organic and all. So obviously there's things in the animal protein that even the animal can sense. Remember, 300 million more receptors in their nose to notice, to notice these things. But this could be very interesting because we won't know. We just throw it in the grill and we cook it up and throw some sauce on it, not knowing that even, you know, my dog who would love chicken will not eat it sometimes. So they have to look at, you know, what is, what is in the food. So let's talk to the second aspect of what, you know, people then go from chicken and they go to fish. Isn't fish healthy? No, because there's still no phytonutrients. There's still no fiber. There's little antioxidants. It's very high in mercury. The number one uh, cause of mercury ingestion is coming from fish. Now, it also can carry prion diseases, believe it or not. So again, because now we're feeding the fish, the other parts of the cows, which is very, very strange. Okay. Now, a lot of people... Farm. Farm. Farm raised. Yeah. So we're all talking about... Now, remember, 97% of of factory farm food or or animal protein is farm raised. So farm raised fish means that they, they grow them in tanks. Okay. This is usually in Thailand and China and other countries. And they're actually feed it everything and anything. And that's why they're fished outside the country because they, there's no regulation. So they can give them antibiotics because they, you know, there's so much fish in these tanks and they, they actually give it other parts of other animals and other waste of other animals and even humans are actually being put into this, uh, f- the fish food. So human with that sh- waste, you mean, not humans. Yeah, human waste. <laughs> well, we'll talk about hot dogs later. But the interesting thing is the heaviest contaminated fish, for example, we see is tilapia. Right, so people are like, oh, I'm getting tilapia. You know, any of the white generic fishes that you see, fish fingers, fish tacos, fried things that you don't even really know what kind of fish it is. Super, super cheap. It is heavily toxic, and the amount of omega six. Remember, it's supposed to be omega threes, anti-inflammatory. The omega sixes there are actually more inflammatory than in bacon now from farm-raised tilapia. Yeah, and let's not forget about the plastic. Now, people who consume fish regularly, by the end of the year, they've accumulated 11,000 bits of plastic in right. there. So, this plastic, remember, have uh, hormone disruptors, right? Because of all the, the uh, BP, uh, BPA and all these other hormones. So, we can also see like these estrogen like effects uh, and, and cancer uh, causing effects. You know, and then wild caught salmon, I want to talk real quickly because a lot of people buy wild caught salmon oil 
soft gels. I, I want to recommend everybody to go to my website and uh, look at an, an inflammationnation.com. All this information is going to be there with all the re references and studies. But you want to learn about wild-caught salmonol because a lot of people say it's wild-caught salmonol. What we did is we discovered that in, in how they get wild-caught salmon so cheap is they actually grow it farm-raised. It's grown farm-raised. They add a little bit of astaxanthin, which is a carotenoid from shrimp shells. It turns this fleshy gray uh, flesh to a bright orange pinkish color. And then they take it with the machine and they drop it in the, the riverbanks around the Thailand. And then they pick it up about 20 feet later and it's called wild caught now. So they have the full <laughs> wild caught label. Very tricky. Very, very, very tricky. And so, you know, when you go to the store, say you got some wild caught salmon, a filet is not very cheap. And that's why most people don't buy wild caught salmon because it's expensive for them. Right. And now people say, well, I, how many fillets does it take to make a soft gel? Many. How do I fill a 180 soft gel tablet bottle for now $15, which is more expensive than, you know, it's equal to one cost of a fish in the restaurant. It doesn't make sense. How do I get, you know, you know, 50 fish to make the fish oil? It's because it's not real. It's farm raised and it's tricky. Okay. Yeah. You know, just recently, um, I guess a bill was passed uh, by the EPA that you can put whatever you want into our streams and rivers. So even if it was wild caught anymore, who knows what's in our streams and rivers? Yeah. And, and unfortunately, there's a new a change uh, with the labeling laws, since there is none in America, unfortunately, that the GMO, GMO salmon, the GMO salmon was introduced last year into the food supply. So right. that means. That means you can actually go to a restaurant and order wild-caught salmon, and it's actually a GMO wild-caught salmon. Mm. Okay, mm. So, so everybody's like, oh, I go buy wild-caught. I was like, what does that mean? Since it's not labeled, because there's no labeling law to say that it's not GMO, right. then, you know, then they're just charging again, same thing. And unfortunately, this, this, this wild-caught GMO salmon has, has been introduced into the wild. So right. we don't know the ramifications down the line to all the ecosystem that will be happening. That's with Right. So hopefully everybody understands we should be eating less fish, we should be eating less eggs, we should be eating less chicken. In fact, eating none of it would be best, right? Because uh, these are all not good for our health, no matter what the industries might be telling you. And when we come back after this break, we're going to be talking about milk, we're going to be talking about beef, we're going to be talking about pork, we're going to bring up a lot of other aspects here. Uh, again, uh, pay attention to our sponsors and again, start thinking about when you're eating food, you want to be eating more right directly from the farm, right? Fruits and vegetables. You want to be eating a plant-based diet. You want to be eating organic, non-GMO foods. And anything else you want to do is you want to verify. Don't just believe a label. Verify it. Go ask the store. You know, about 30 to 40% of, of the studies now, up to 60% of fish that's marketed at the health food store has been mislabeled even from the fish suppliers to the fish store. Right? So people think they're going, I'm going to the health food store and paying more. They're actually not even getting that because most people now, 60% of the fish that's bought at a health food market is not even labeled correctly. Right. And now so, the, the recent owner of one of our largest favorite health foods that carries fish and other items said GMO is good. <laughs> they were supposed to be labeling things by 2020, but he says, no. Here, here we go. Here we go with big agribusiness and uh, our health. So we'll be right back after this short break. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24 7. 
If you suffer from arthritis, colitis, bronchitis, dermatitis, or any of the other 200-itis inflammatory conditions, then Bosmeric SR is your natural, safe, and effective solution. Supporting a healthy inflammatory response with patented, clinically tested synergistic ingredients used successfully by integrative and holistic doctors internationally. It's now available directly to you. Bosmeric SR works within 20 minutes and lasts over 8 hours. Fast-acting, long-lasting, safe, and natural relief. Use promo code PI, that's P-A-I, to get a discount at bosmeric.com. That's B-O-S-M-E-R-I-C dot com. Fivita's all-natural organic hemp oil extracts represent our commitment to creating products that embody the best that nature has to offer. Find your balance with a return to traditional whole plant medicine with our line of premium organic hemp oil for daily active health so you can get back to feeling your best. Visit Fivita.com to learn more. That's P-H-I-V-I-D-A dot com. Nominated as one of the best indie books by Kirkus Reviews, An Inflammation Nation is the definitive 10-step guide to preventing, reversing, and treating all diseases through diet, lifestyle, and the use of natural anti-inflammatories by Dr. Sunil Pai, MD. Get your signed copy today at aninflammationnation.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned in to Take Back Your Health. To reach our program today, call 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or by email to radio at sanjevni.net. That's radio at sanjevani.net. Now, let's return to Take Back Your Health. Welcome back, everybody. What a show. We're talking about the, the food deception in the industry. Uh, first, we want to recommend always, again, whole food, plant-based diet, organic, non-GMO, keeping your immune system strong. And one of the things that I do, Maureen does, and what we do with all our patients here, is that we recommend Glucan 300 for our patients. It's the strongest natural pure beta-glucan available on the market with all clinical research studies in vitro and in vivo to back it up. Go to purebetaglucan.com. That's purebetaglucan.com and get yourself a bottle. Now, we want to talk about beef. Where's the beef? Remember that commercial in the 80s, right? The little lady picked up, like, where's the beef? I think it was a Wendy's commercial. So interesting thing is... Good question, isn't it? It's a great question because this, this is in my book, and I have all this, by the way. Go to aninflammationnation.com. Get yourself a signed copy. I'll send one to you today. But um, there's a pathology journal called the Annals of Diagnostic Pathology where they took the top eight fast food restaurants. I'm not going to name them for, for legal reasons, but it's in the book. You can look at the study, but you know, the, the golden arches kind of thing and the, the kings of the burgers and the, and the boxes with the jacks and you know, the bells with the tacos and all those other kind of things like that. Uh, but, but what they did is they took the top eight fast food restaurants. They looked at the beef content. Like what is in this beef? And whether it's the beef taco or you know, all beef patty. And when it showed uh, that is 2.1 to 14.8% beef average. So what that means, let me explain that in like simple terms. That no means beef in there. That means 86% to 98% of the beef in the fast food industry, food that you eat is not beef. Wait, well, so what is it? So GMO corn, GMO soy, 
soon to be GMO wheat and all the pink slime and other parts mm. that you don't want to look at. And anybody who doesn't know what pink slime is, Google pink slime, but don't do this before you have your next meal. Remember, we throw all these parts together. It's filler. Think of how do they get an all beef patty, you know, now a double bacon cheeseburger for under a dollar. Remember, when the store sells it, they have to still buy from corporate. So that means that they have to still make their margin, pay their salary, their employees, their insurance, their lighting and water and electricity bills and all that stuff, payroll and their taxes. So if it's a dollar, they're getting it less than 30 cents. How can you get any food for less than 30 cents? It's not real food. And now we know 2 to 14%. That's it. All right. So one of the things that also makes food really cheap, especially beef, is something called Mooglu. And a few years ago, I had a patient come in from New York. She was a professional waitress at a famous uh, Italian steakhouse. And, I, and when she came in, I looked at her health history and I go, oh, this is where you work from. She, I, I'm moving from New York to Albuquerque. It's a nice place to retire. Oh, you worked at this restaurant. I go, wow, I just saw that on the Food Network. It was one of the top five uh, steakhouses in New York. And she's like, yeah, but I would never eat the steaks there. And I'm like, well, why not? She's like, because they use Mooglu. And I'm like, what's Mooglu? And so I started doing some investigating. And if you read my book, I'll go into that. You can also Google Mooglu uh, and you'll find out. It's a, it's a food preservative that comes. It's an enzyme that's derived from the blood of beef or pork. Uh, and this enzyme helps break down meat proteins, basically. And so it's a powder. You can get it from $11 up to $200 per pound, even on Amazon, for example. Some of them is kosher certified. Uh, I don't know what kind of rabbi is doing this kind of work, but questionable in my opinion, because what they do is the industries then take all the scraps in the restaurant, okay? The tips, the ends, the, par you know, the parts that just cut off, they don't like it. They put it in a, in a pan, they put cellophane, they sprinkle a couple of teaspoons of this moo glue, wrap it, roll it up, throw it in the fridge, wait about six hours, and then it glues all the meat proteins together. They take it out of the refrigerator, and then they can slice it up, and now you have nice chops, nice thick steaks. Prime rib. Wow. So when you look at all these things like you know, all-you-can-eat steak and trim $7.99 at these buffet places, it ain't one piece of meat. It's just all the parts that anybody else can't use. We just glue them together. And you know what? They do this with cheese. So those cheese wheels that you buy for your parties that have the different types of cheese all put together there, like the white cheese and the yellow cheese, those are glued together with moo glue. Wow. So again, one more reason. And also people are like, oh, Dr. Pa, I eat grass-fed, you know, but you need, to, you need to look for grass-fed finished, right? Otherwise, they just feed the animals a short period of time, and then they corn feed it the rest, and you're paying more for this quote-unquote grass-fed. And again, 97% of all factory food or an animal protein in America is factory farm. So everybody is kind of falsely believing that, oh, everything is grass-fed. It's not. Now, two aspects you got to worry about that is that there's also introduction last year into the food supply, into the farming agriculture supply, is GMO grass. <laughs> right. So the cows are eating. So now I'm getting more grass fed, grass fed. Now I'm getting more GMO grass fed into my beef, hyper concentrating of that. And now getting that for my wonderful pro-inflammatory food. Remember, grass fed is, is, is still a four to one ratio. Corn fed is a 24 to one ratio of omega six to omega three. So yeah, corn fed, which is 97% of all the foods, seven times, eight times more inflammatory than grass fed. But grass fed is still four to one. So if you still have any kind of inflammatory disease, you're eating animal protein, then you don't understand inflammation. But cows aren't supposed to be eating corn. Yeah, yeah. well, guess no, what? The, the, cow, the, the cows eat a vegan diet or vegetarian diet, unfortunately, but we now factory farm them. Mm. Okay, now let's go to when pigs fly. Pork. 
it's what's for dinner, right? The other white meat that is classified or thinking that it was, remember, we all try to move towards white meat saying it's going to be healthier. And now we're finding out, well, it's not, uh, especially chickens, not. Uh, but now when we look at the, the pork, you know, when pigs fly, they do now because everything is being shipped to China. Well, not 90% of the, the, the pork supply in the United States now is owned and operated by a large uh, conglomerate that's basically Chinese owned. And what they do is they, sh they grow the pigs here and they ship them to China 7,000 miles. They process it in China and they ship it 7,000 miles back. Why is that? And why is now pork cheaper than any animal protein at ever, ever in history? We have, we have chicken in your orange chicken. We have bacon now. We have ba you know, everything's better with bacon. They, they, they say that all the time on TV. They're pushing you know, bacon, bacon, bacon. It's super cheap. I even saw just today, there's this uh, company that food delivers like animal protein, right? So you can get your, these, these grass-fed steaks and some kind of uh, heritage pork or something, whatever that means. But they're like, if you order this, you'll get free bacon for life in your box. Why is this happening and how can they justify providing free food? Because it's not what you think. Uh, pork is being added. There's other additives, preservatives, chemicals, things that are making this animal protein not what you think is truly helpful. Remember the nitrates, the nitrates also have been shown in pork to cause cancer. And even just cooking the bacon itself or any animal protein creates heterocyclic amines, HCAs, which are also causing cancer. So everybody comes to me and says, Dr. Paul, I'm eating nitrate-free bacon. I'm going to go, so you now still have heterocyclic amines. You still have any fiber, still have no phytonutrients, and you still have little to no antioxidants. It's pro-inflammatory. And if you don't cook it properly, then you have something for life called spirochetes. <laughs> we'll get into that in another, <laughs> another show with the microbiome. And one thing in my book, I, it's really, it's a, it's a, one of the uh, feedback I get from most of my patients who read it, most people read it, it's like, well, I, the comments about the Las Vegas buffet is just very interesting because you are what you eat. So there's a large production uh, in uh, Las Vegas, one of the largest cities that have the largest food waste per day right? 40% of people just throw away their food, right? They eat something to throw away, go to all you can eat buffet, right? That's what you do when you go to Las Vegas. It's really, you know, get a $30, $40 buffet and we try a little bit of this, a little steak, lobster, some shrimp, some chicken, and we have our pies and desserts and we, we eat it, throw it away. What they do is they take the, all that food waste, it's actually picked up by a company. And so they just have people pick out the forks and the knives, right? And the plates, everything else from desserts to the, to the drinks, to the nasty foods and everything is half eaten, half spit out, everything like that. It goes into a truck. The trucks take it to the farm. The farm actually boils it like a big soup. They feed it to the pigs. It all concentrates in the pig's meat. And then those pigs are sent to slaughter. And then that pigs, the, the bacon and the ham is served on the Vegas buffets. Ooh. So, so this, this nasty cyclic thing that people... People like this, but I'm like, no, you're getting all these. Remember, this is not what it traditionally was, and this is why food is more dangerous now than it ever has been. So be careful of you know, the bacon now because it, it, it is not very safe. And then so we have to be careful of when we start looking at all these animal proteins because this also starts slipping into the, the, the plants, right? So what about like French fries? How are French fries? So keep your eyes on the fries was our, 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 our you know, there's a slogan, hamburger, you know, right? The hamburger way back then. And we used to think, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people who go plant-based start eating tons of French fries, right? There's bad uh, plant-based or what we call bad vegan junk food, you know, junkies. They're just eating French fries all day, thinking that they're healthier. No, it's a fried food, number one, high in high omega-6 of the highly fine vegetable oils. But the biggest challenge is that fries must be, potatoes must be organic. They must be organic. Why? Because it is one of the most heavily sprayed chemicals. Now, if you want to know what I'm talking about, I want you to all go to environmentalworkinggroup.org, EWG.org, and look up the shopping list. It's going to have the dirty dozen, 
EWG.org, the Dirty Dozen, it's the top 12 most heavily sprayed foods. And you'll always see that potatoes are on the list. So anytime you eat French fries or a baked potato or have, you know, skilled potatoes, hash browns, whatever it is, you should be eating it organically. Otherwise, you know, people are like, well, I'm eating grass-fed finished beef with my regular baked potato. And then they're just getting as much of these chemicals. Yeah, and people think because it has a nice thick skin that they're not getting the pesticide. But Abs- Yeah, absolutely not. In fact, there's there's a chemical called uh, T, uh, THBQ, uh, uh, or sorry, TBHQ, and other chemicals called Monitor. We're like places like, you know, the McDonald's and stuff like this. They spray these chemicals onto the potato. It takes about five days to have to wait it to off-gas. Then they move it to a, a, a controlled environment like a, a warehouse. They have to wait six weeks to off-gas it even more. What it does is these chemicals are making it so that they don't get the little spots. You know, like the, when you get like freshly cut potatoes, you have spots in there. They look brown a little, bit, little brown spots. They want it to be like perfectly pristine and white and yellow looking in a bouquet of flowers of coming out of this little red little box, right? So those chemicals have now been shown to link to have problems in your health. Uh, and, and so you, when you get French fries and other things like that, you definitely want to make sure that they're organic. And in fact, uh, there's a chemical compound called acrylamide. And the acrylamide has actually been linked to cancer, especially a higher risk of ovarian and endometrial cancer. So when we cook French fries or potato chips at high industrial temperatures in industrial cooking, it actually makes this compound. Okay, so we have to be careful that we want to not overcook these things. Or, you know, it's better if you get organic French fries or organic baked potato or, and cook it yourself. But when you buy it at a store, it's already industrial heated and processed. We know that, again... French fries are being, I think, the number one second vegetable compared to ketchup, I think, consumed in the American diet. That this high, this high risk to so those people are eating, oh, I only eat French fries. It's a problem. And then lastly, just want to talk about before the break, is we want to talk about French fries have also wheat and dairy on it. Okay? So those people have wheat allergies or I'm gluten-free, I got a gluten problem, or I have a dairy allergy, guess what? If you look at the ingredients of any French fry at the fast food restaurants, they have wheat and dairy. The wheat is there to make it more crispy when they fry in the morning it stays crispy all day long yeah not to mention the oils we have to talk about the oils too all right so when we come back after this short break everyone we're going to go on further talking about some more foods we're going to talk about oils we're going to talk about uh, maybe some garlic a little bit of honey and then we'll just going to summarize what today's uh discussion was about uh and again come back after this break more to learn about food deception Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. If you suffer from arthritis, colitis, bronchitis, dermatitis, or any of the other 200-itis inflammatory conditions, then Bosmeric SR is your natural, safe, and effective solution. Supporting a healthy inflammatory response with patented, clinically tested synergistic ingredients used successfully by integrative and holistic doctors internationally. It's now available directly to you. Bosmeric SR works within 20 minutes and lasts over 8 hours. Fast-acting, long-lasting, safe, and natural relief. Use promo code PI, that's P-A-I, to get a discount at bosmeric.com. That's B-O-S-M-E-R-I-C dot com. Uncover the unspoken truths about the healthcare, pharmaceutical, food, and dietary supplement industries. Discover evidence-based solutions through integrative medicine in an inflammation nation by Dr. Sunil Pai. 
Get your signed copy today at aninflammationnation.com. Fivita's all-natural organic hemp oil extracts represent our commitment to creating products that embody the best that nature has to offer. Find your balance with a return to traditional whole plant medicine with our line of premium organic hemp oil for daily active health so you can get back to feeling your best. Visit fivita.com to learn more. That's P-H-I-V-I-D-A.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Take Back Your Health. To reach our program today, call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or by email to radio at sanjevni.net. That's radio at sanjevani.net. Now, let's return to Take Back Your Health. We're back talking about food deception, uh, chemicals, preservatives, uh, you know, these horrible things that are in the food that even healthy foods that people think. I want to start off real quick because we have a last segment here. I want to cover dairy because dairy is such a big promoted thing. You know, dairy does not uh, do the body good. Uh, There's no studies really showing uh, conclusively or even directly or indirectly that milk does the body good in any shape or form except for a baby. I have a mustache. Oh, yeah, except for the mustache and people getting millions of dollars for endorsement. In fact, the higher consumption of dairy, remember, increases your risk for osteoporosis. The top three countries, the United States having two pounds of dairy product per person per day, actually has the highest, uh, one of the highest rates of osteoporosis. And as every country eats less, 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 we can do a bone density patient, uh, bone density test on an 85-year-old woman, and they will have like not even osteopenia. So again, all dairy stimulates insulin growth factor. Remember that. So go back to read my book, and Inflammation Nation, and I'll talk about that in detail. Read the China study by Colin Campbell. There's tons of research out there, but uh, you can even go, go to PubMed and, and, and look up insulin growth factor and animal protein. But dairy stimulates insulin growth factor, one of the strongest promoters of cancer growth when, that's when cancer is in the body. So it doesn't cause, it's not an initiator. Dairy does not cause cancer. However, when cancer is in the body, it's one of the biggest growth factors of promotion. Remember, cancer has 10 times more of these insulin receptors and dairy stimulates insulin growth factor. Remember, it takes this calf and it's its mother's milk, not our mother's milk. It rapidly grows up to 2,500 pounds and then it consumes grass the rest of its life, right? Our mother's milk, when we breastfed from our mom, or if you're a mother out there, you're breastfeeding your child, your breast milk stimulates insulin growth factor in your child because what you're trying to do is you can breastfeed your child up to age four. Okay, so that's, it's a growth factor. Unfortunately, cancer has these cells, uh, more receptors, and it likes to take it and go with it and grow. You know, dairy has pesticides, it has hormones, it has antibiotics. So we also see studies now showing that adolescents who consume dairy have 300% more acne than those who don't. We There's now like know... Cystic type, right? Oh, cystic type and all this stuff, right? And then what do we do? We give them antibiotics, by the way, which then the compound, you know, this disrupts the microbiome. The other thing that we see is that uh, there are studies now, really nice done, where they show that when they give a glass of milk to an adolescent girl, they see like actually will start to grow a little bit more than their normal height for those who don't drink the same amount. And that small amount, which is less than a centimeter, it's like, you know, uh, of growth over that period of time when they're going through the puberty actually now increases their risk of breast cancer. So, so, so again, another aspect of that. Finally, when you look at milk, you want to make sure you don't want to be drinking it off after the age of four because you lose the enzyme, lactase dehydrogenase enzyme. So when people think, oh, I have lactase intolerance, I go, no, you're just older than the age of four. 
right? So you don't want to be having goat's milk, camel milk, sheep milk, you know, uh, cow's milk. Doesn't matter whether it's raw. Doesn't matter if it's foyer, foyer, whatever they're talking about. It's Greek. It's you know something, uh, you know, like that. You don't need the kefir. You don't need to get probiotics from the dairy. And lastly, dairy has actually um, been shown to have pus in the milk, right? So we know that a few years ago, the, the dairy industry lobbied Congress to increase the normal levels. Remember, they, they milked this cow over and over. The cow 24 gets- 24 seven. 24 seven. So 10 out of the 12 months, including seven months of the nine month pregnancy, it's being, it's being uh, milked. Uh, it burdens the cow. And then after about two years, they're just, they're sent to become hamburgers. So the typical cow basically doesn't make it to the fourth birthday. But by this aspect of constant milking, they get mastitis. So there's a little bit of pus in the milk. So the lobbies came in from the dairy industry and increased the amount that's available in milk. So instead of lowering and saying, hey, this is going to make us potentially sick, it's disgusting, it's gross, it's infection, what they've done is the industry said, let's make something called a chug or let's make flavored milks and let's right. make things for your, for your muscles to grow. And, and now we can give to adults and children and everybody because it's a throwaway protein, uh, even yeah. the whey protein drinks, again, and then the adding chemicals, corn syrup, all these other things, sugars, fructose, all this stuff. And unfortunately, it is not healthy for you. So dairy does not do the body good on any level. And lastly, you know, we want to kind of talk about, you know, oils because oils, there's a big shift because there's so much fried food now, right? Buffets, all you can eat, you know, fast food industries. And there's, there's been something in China, what they call gutter oil. And this is kind of took, China, took me, yeah. everything, everything is fried in oil. And yes. They've run out of oil. basically. Right. So what they do is they call gutter oil. There's actually a special uh, police task force in China to actually investigate and stop this crime from happening. But there's organized groups that actually go to the gutters, open up the gutters, and they scoop out. You know how we all have gutter drains in restaurants? They actually scoop it up, and they actually take it, re reprocess it, refine it, and then they sell it back to the industry as, as cheap oil. Yeah. So when people go to all-you-can-eat buffet, it's got 100 items and most of it's fried. And, you know, again, $7.99, $4.99, all-you-can-eat, blah, blah, blah. You got to be careful of where they get in the oil because that's an expense, right? They got to fry, they got to dump it out over a period of time. This is now all reconstituted waste of other chemicals. So all that's really reconcentrating, reconcentrating, reconcentrating all these poisons, all these chemicals, all these toxins, antibiotics, hormones other things that you don't want to know. So gutter oils is a big problem. So you want to make sure that your you know, oil is organic and you want to go as low, lowest oil as possible. Eat less oil. You don't need to you know, douse everything in oil. And especially with olive oil, once you start heating it, it starts to smoke, you're already oxidizing it, right? So try, try to go low oil. Uh, it's better to eat the foods that actually oil come from. Now, there's a recent documentary that came on Netflix. It's called Rotten. I recommend that it's Rotten uh, on Netflix. And they talked about two industries aside of the other industries. One was honey and one was garlic. And honey was interesting because honey is just like olive oil. There's a huge industry. Actually, it's a multi-conglomerate industry where most of the honey that comes to the United States is adulterated. It's super cheap, blended with corn oils and other vegetable oils. And high fructose corn syrup. High fructose corn syrup, which is super Tastes cheap. like honey. Tastes like honey, looks like honey. Uh, they can flavor it like honey. Most of it comes from China. And since China has been now blocked and banned from doing this because they were doing it so often that all this now goes to these large companies. They ship it to a third country that we do have no trade restriction. It's relabeled and then reshipped country of origin to the United States. But when you go to the store, you remember when, when you buy organic, say raw and filtered honey, just for a small like 12 ounce 
jar, 16 ounce jar. It can be like anywhere from $10 to $16 for real quality honey. Yeah, even more. And even, even more, more now, even you know, and then and now you can go get you know at the big box store, you get these big bear honeys, you know, two ninety nine, just like the the maple syrup, you know, it's like it's like a you know a cabin or the 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 lady Jemima that's there. So these are all high corn syrup products, just like olive oil, right? Olive oil used to be very very expensive. Now you can go to any store in America and get organic virgin cold pressed olive oil for like three dollars. Yeah, watch out for that cute little bear. So, so the honey, so the honey is the honey is adulterated. So you really want to look at getting more local honey if if you do eat honey. Uh, And and again, you will have to pay a price for it because in order to get the nutritional benefits or any kind of health benefits, it's got to be real. And unfortunately, most of it is not real. What about garlic? Garlic, you know, there's a controversial controversy in the report, but uh, there was some uh, accusation that was alleging that one of the largest garlic manufacturers here in the United States that was claiming U.S. grown was actually getting their source of garlic coming from China. And then some of it might have been, they have some video, it's kind of questionable, but the video is showing that it might even be doing using China uh, prison labor for actually processing and, 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 and breaking the garlic and packing the garlic. Again, you know, we're trying to, support as many things made and in the you can USA tell as the difference too. You can tell uh, what comes from China and what comes from the US. The good garlic that comes from the US that's locally grown has a little sprout that comes out of it, the little green sprout. The garlic that comes from China is it's like perfectly perfectly round. There's no roots on it. There's no sprout on it. You can't, you know, it looks yeah, and usually, and usually these are already uh, come in the jar. They're already like kind of, you know, they, they've kind of shelled them off. Those two, yeah. So it's easy, like people can take out. They don't want to break the, the shell off of it and, the, and, and the, you know, the, the normal outer covering. And it's like I can just chop it and, and cook it in my food uh, again. So what a great show this has been. I want to thank our sponsor, uh, Glucan 300. Go to purebetaglucan.com to get yourself some of those. And I want to just make sure everybody who's listening to this show, please refer someone to the website here at voiceamerica.com or go to sendjevany.net. This is a really important information, and we think that we want you to share it. So I want everybody, as a favor to us, is we want to start increasing our numbers worldwide. Please share and recommend someone else to come back and listen to the show. And go back and listen to any of the archives from January, the beginning of the year. It's on demand. It's on iTunes. You can get a Voice America app, or you can listen to it on your phone. Share those with your friends so that they can hear those. world World of information. And again, for those who want more detailed information, go to aninflammationnation.com and get a copy of the book. Again, Pure Beta Glucan, Boss America SR for the anti-inflammatories. Eat a whole food plant-based diet. And in the next couple of shows, we're going to have some really interesting guests coming to talk about data, more things that you can take back your health. Maureen, any last words for the audience? Um, if you buy an Inflammation Nation and you go to the back section, you'll see all the references. So all of the things we're talking about have is factual, comes from studies, research. It's all there. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you next week. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Take Back Your Health with Dr. Sunil Pai and Maureen Sutton can be heard live every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we meet again, allow the lyrics from Rage Against the Machine to be our closing thought. It has to start somewhere. It has to start sometime. What better place than here? What better time than now? <laughs>